right. We have a brand new episode this week. Thank you guys for joining the Nurse Kristen YouTube channel. And for any of you guys that are listening on the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am literally so excited because this week it is my first time having a guest on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. Uh, This person I have known for years, actually, since I was a nursing student. Um, His name is Matt. He was a travel nurse. Um, You guys may know him from Cup of Nurses, a podcast with Peter. Um, Very educational. They have a lot of guests and everything as well. Um, But he's also evolved. Like, I feel like I can give you so many titles because it's entrepreneurship. It is is a podcast co-host. Um, you are now a coach, like an embodiment coach. And you also are, you know, travel nursing. Like, I feel like I can give you so many titles, but I'm going to let Matt talk because I am so excited to have you on. So everyone, please welcome Matt. <laughs> welcome to the YouTube and the podcast. Thank you Chris for ha- I- coming. I appreciate the warm welcome. It's an honor being here. And I'm excited to talk about everything from nursing entrepreneurship to some coaching. So a little bit of background about myself. So I've been an ICU nurse for over seven years. I got passionate about nursing because I have the personality of wanting to care for people. I did the staff nursing for two years. I'm like, wow, there's so much more to it. I didn't know what travel nursing is at the time when I started nursing school. So I'm like, wow, let's go try that out. I did my first contract alone solo. And I've learned like, wow, this is such a powerful tool for growth. I've learned not only about myself, I've learned how to become a better nurse, juggling different units. And my journey started, I was podcasting, I was travel nursing with my friends. And through nursing, I've realized, wow, there's so much more to the human body than just what what Western medicine teaches. And that's why I started getting fascinated about like the subconscious mind, about how powerful beliefs are. And my grandma instilled beliefs into me already from a very religious background. I'm like, wow, there's, we are very just energetic beings. And one example that I realized in nursing is there was a patient that was in, that was 30 years old. His wife was a nurse in our hospital. His wife was pregnant. He was going through financial hardship. He was super stressed out. He went into AFib. I'm like, hmm, how come you go into AFib just in your 30s? Usually patients in you know, their 80s and 70s are heart failure going to AFib. And I started getting fascinated how emotions play a play into our mental stress. I saw what like COVID did with PTSD with nurse burnout. I'm like, wow, why are we just burning out? There's is there something we can do? I know it's the environment which is out of our control. So then that led me to getting fascinated into pushing and pursuing my coaching. And I just love helping and changing people's lives by understanding the beliefs that are stopping them from living the life that they truly desire. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 100%. And I think what you're doing with the coaching is an amazing thing. And now I know you mentioned, especially being an ICU nurse and working, you mentioned about the podcast. So cup of nurses podcast for anyone that hasn't listened to that. It is amazing. You guys bring so much great you and Peter. So it's a co-host. So you have another um, host with that, but you guys bring a lot of educational content. You bring guests from all sorts of the medical profession. Um, how did you guys, like, how did you guys meet? How did you guys get that started? And like, what was that journey like for you guys with the podcast? Yeah. So the podcast started back in 2019. Uh, Peter and I started writing blog posts. Originally it was called mattsmindset.com. It's funny because full circle four years later, I, I rebought my domain and started coaching. So it's funny how the evolution started there. And yeah. I just got excited about personal development, self-improvement. I like everything about, you know, the mindset, psychology, how to get over yourself to push past the the mental barriers, you know, like the David Goggins mentality almost. And 
yeah, I'm like, wow, we need to change our way of reaching our audience. And video was coming mm -hmm. out, podcasting was a thing. So we kind of pivoted. Peter and I were both ICU nurses. I'm like, let's educate nurses. Let's educate healthcare. We saw the flaws in healthcare, the things that bothered us. We kind of noticed how nurses eat their young too. And we got motivated to start that up. And yeah, that's how we started podcasting. Oh my gosh. And for any of you guys that have not listened, I highly recommend that you guys go and download it. The, the cup of nurses podcast. They also have it on Instagram. Obviously at the end of this, I will have everything posted for links and everything. You guys can find that podcast. Definitely wanted to note that for anyone to listen for information. Um, the other thing I really wanted to talk about too, is you guys have the frontline warriors. So I was really fascinated with that as well. Can you talk about the front your the frontline warriors that you guys had started as well? Yeah. So I've realized that nursing needs more conscious awareness, but ultimately everybody in our society, right? So it's almost like Maslow's hierarchy, right? Where you have to achieve like a self-actualization. So mm -hmm. we've realized that if you are self-aware, you get to regulate your emotions, you get to make the decisions that you ultimately want, not the old programming that we had from childhood, right? So from yeah. there, we got excited about let's bring a movement into healthcare ultimately for anybody that's wanting to be more passionate about it and frontline warriors started so we had our first event last december which was mm -hmm. nerve-wracking exciting and from there we'll we'll see what happens right now that project is a little bit on the back burner because of you can only do so much as you know chris and trying to oh. Juggle like 10 different roles and you start realizing, wow, I need to take care of my own self. This burnout is real. It doesn't only happen in nursing, but also in entrepreneurship. So we're, we're slowing right. down there and, and seeing where things are going to go. Isn't that funny how that works? Like exactly like you said, Matt, like I, I would have never told you years ago that I would be doing as much as I am now. But the funny thing is I love everything I'm doing, right? But you're so right. Like I'm passionate about so many things, but it's so hard to put yourself in all of those things too. It's like you have to do like one thing, be really good at one thing and then maybe kind of pivot and do something else. Um, but I love that. So that's amazing. You guys had that first event. So eventually maybe down the road, something else with that. But the big thing I really, really want to talk about, and I was really really excited when I saw it and I went to your website and I read all about it. And I definitely with like the wellness and like you said, treating a person as a whole, you have your coaching. It's all about embodiment, right? So, and I know you're yogi like me, I think, especially since COVID, that, but like, what was it like early 20, late 2021 into 2022, especially all last year, I really got into morning yogas and meditations. They have been a ritual for me. And I feel like they start my day out really, really well. But so when you started this, I loved it just because it is helping people completely transform their life, right? And so you do sessions. So I want to kind of dig into that a little bit more with your coaching and what it's all about, what people can expect from it, from, you know, the beginning to the last, like yeah. explain to me a little bit about that, what you do with your coaching and embodiment with, for yeah, people yeah. out there that want it. Yeah. So I want to kind of piggyback back off where this all got inspired. So I mentioned a story yeah. about the guy that was 30 and I've realized that the mind, the spirit part of nursing is very important for anybody that's overcoming things, right? For example, mm -hmm. somebody gets diagnosed with cancer and if they don't have the belief that they can overcome this through radiotherapy, all these different things, the subconscious mind is so powerful, it listens to you. So if you tell yourself you can't do it, therefore your body's going to follow suit. So from there, I'm just like, wow, there's so much more to the human body than, again, what Western medicine just says, but there's a physical symptom, there's this organ, 
let's just patch it up. So I started learning more about like the quantum field, about energetics, and I've realized how emotions are just energy in motion. And mm -hmm. depending on what templates you have, templates are beliefs, which we create as rules that are just definite rules about uh, reality. We start to have different outputs of this energy, right? This frequency, and it starts affecting us in different ways. And now with like the research of quantum functional medicine, we're realizing that energy becomes dense in different body parts. For example, if you are very stressed out, it starts stagnating in the shoulders. For example, there's some people that have anxiety, right? Anxiety gets rooted more in the gut. That's where the butterflies come from. Mm -hmm. If you have anxiety for a long time and you're not treating it, you're not treating the root cause of what's causing you to feel anxious, it turns into symptoms, right? We have diarrhea, we have bloating, we have mm -hmm. upset stomach that continues. Those are just emotions, right? Somehow this energy keeps becoming denser, denser in our digestive tract, which then maybe leads to ulcerative colitis, Crohn's. Maybe you have to get a colostomy bag eventually. And I started realizing this through nursing that there's like these, there's a connection between the way our mind is, what we're thinking about and how it's correlating with different diseases. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that diverticuli is always, you know, related to anxiety. That's just, you know, um, sure just a concept there, but I'm just realizing how important all those things are. Um, and then you ask, what is the somatic embodiment coaching? So that explores a relationship between you, between your physical being and energy. Like I was saying, according to quantum physics, we have all energy, all matter is composed of energy. It radiates at different frequency. And it, it, it's, you know, when you, when you get into the room and you feel the vibe, right, you feel a mm -hmm. aura of frequency from somebody. So I just help people understand the relationship that they're having with their body. What is it that they're feeling between their self and their body? And what changes can we make to change those things? And what happens is sometimes we feel happy. Sometimes we feel anger. Sometimes we feel envy. And we only, we only tell one story about the situation. What is that feeling is, yeah. right? And through meditation that you mentioned, through yoga, you're able to kind of detach yourself from these emotions and you're able to make a rational decision. Mm -hmm. And from there, what happens is, you know, getting to the root cause of like the whole somatic embodiment, if I, I've realized that we need to get to the root cause, which is beliefs. So a belief is something that we, it's a, it's a rule that we made up that that's definite about reality. For example, that somebody says life is hard. No one loves me, right? That is a self-living belief that you've programmed from childhood and maybe from a traumatic experience. And you just go about living your life, believing that. And, yeah. you know, like if you look at the law of attraction, if you keep pouring energy and attention into those ideas, those concepts, you're going to continuously having the same experience in your life till you start changing that research, you start embodying a different emotion. And that's where change and growth happens. And you're able to kind of reprogram is what I call the subconscious mind, your nervous system from giving you a different response in your body. And ultimately you start having a better quality of life. Oh my gosh. I, know that's I a lot. love, no, oh my, I'm like fascinated. I'm like literally over sitting here like, yeah, because I've read like so many different books too, but like generally speaking, like you said, like, especially if you have like those negative thoughts, it's almost like re-changing your mind, like new habits and like, and, and it's like trying to get out of your comfort zone, like something different. Yeah. A lot of people don't like to do that and it's hard and it, nothing ever like that's really easy, right? It's, it's a process. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, and it's a decision factor too. Like, you know, it's so easy to be negative and have negative thoughts and it's really trying to change that around. Like, I don't know about you, but like I've had this thought of like paying bills when, like when I get a payday and it's, you know, it's like positive when you get it. And then when you pay a bill, it's like, ugh, like negative thoughts. And I'm like, no, I'm going to thank you. Like, I'm going to feel gratitude because I can actually pay this bill and do this and that and everything with health too. But uh, with your coaching, what what's a session like? So if anyone was really interested in having these sessions with you and really wanted to dive deep into this with you, do you have like an introductory period that you kind of have like a whole um, questionnaire that you have that you go over with them? Is it like multiple sessions or like how do you if someone's really wanting to kind of take the session along with you and what you do for coaching and the embodiment mm -hmm. and really digging deep into it? What what can they expect? Like what? would they go through for that with you? Yeah, usually what I try to do is I recommend at least two months. They work with me once a week for one hour, one session a week, and we start digging into beliefs. We start you know, creating a different connection, start changing the labels of what is it that you're feeling. So it's almost like a complete reset of your, your sensations, your feelings, and then we start troubleshooting what are, are the beliefs that you you have about yourself. A lot okay. of people think that you need to do like go down lineages, go into your family to figure out like, what is it that happened in my life? But ultimately, if you want to find out what you currently believe, you have to just tell yourself you want a new belief, right? Just yeah. like a new grad. Let's use a new grad example. You want to feel confident. I want to be confident. Okay. I am confident. You're going to go to work. Events are going to happen and you lose your self-confidence. Why? Because our reality is being filtered through the subconscious mind that tells us a different experience. So from there, you know, it's harder to catch a trigger is what I call it in real time. When you're nursing, you might journal about it. Mm -hmm. You're like, wow, I wasn't confident this happened. Okay. So you're gaining awareness and little by little, you're going to be getting better at it where you could change your belief, change how you want to feel in any given moment. And from there, the, the real work starts happening. So usually for two months, we start uh, doing some coaching, different somatic exercises. Maybe it's visualization. Maybe it's um, different journal prompts, different techniques. Uh, breathing exercises are very good, right? Because breathing kind of uh, goes directly into the nervous system, into the psyche, so we can release what is it that we're feeling. Yeah. And another tool that I do, because uh, like I said, somatic is a physical being and the energy. I do mm -hmm. something called like a like a chakra reading. So wherever you have blockages in your uh, chakra system, those are the seven chakras, I'm able to figure out and interpret where the blockage is happening, why the blockage is happening. And then we can figure out what we can do to change that. So let me give you an example, correct? Let's just say you have a, a heart chakra that's being blocked. Usually that's related to, it's either you have conditional or unconditional love with yourself. Mm -hmm. I was raised by a ex-military father, post-communism, he never told me he loved me, correct? So I never learned the value of loving myself. So I always struggled with self-love. I've always had a blockage in that heart chakra. So there's only so much I can do. I, you know, I can say an affirmation every single day. I love myself. I love myself. But you have to feel that in your heart. And that's mm -hmm. where the reprogramming happens at a subconscious level. So the next time you said affirmation actually means something to you. And we can start opening up that heart center just so you start having balance in your energy and well-being ultimately. Oh my gosh. I love that. Cause 
I love affirmations. I post about them like all the time because, and you're exactly right. Like if you're going to have an affirmation, you have to have it deep in your gut. Like you believe it. So it's like, yes. you know, if you're going to love yourself or you want to tell yourself you love yourself, if you've, you know, you're not the most like self-confident person, it's going to be like, I am a badass, excuse me, you know, but you need to say it confidently, right? Because yes. I feel like, yeah, you have to really put it out in the universe and say, I am a badass. Like I am very confident in my abilities and really truly believe it. Um, journaling. You even mentioned that right on the head too. That's been like another thing aside from like yoga meditation, journaling is amazing. I do that. It really gets me to get into my thoughts, where I'm at, the good, the bad, the ugly, how I can re-change things in my mind and, you know, get myself into a better place. I love that idea. Like, like oh, this is amazing. Have you ever thought, by the way, totally like kind of a little off with the caveat with your coaching, but have you ever yeah. thought of like getting a group of people together and doing like little sessions that you can do to just get everyone and do like little workshops or little something rather like in person, like locally, or even like on a zoom, I feel like that would be awesome. Cause I feel like this needs to just get to like everybody out yeah. there that everyone can be involved. And like, you know, have you ever thought about maybe eventually doing that? that I love awesome. that you asked that. So I'm starting my journey at the beginning cause I've had so much time doing different projects. So I'm pouring my energy into it. Yeah. So right now I'm focused on one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm going to have group coaching eventually. And I started doing things more locally too. So I started going to different gyms. It's almost like door knocking, going gym to gym. Hey, you want to take my service? There was a bunch sure. of no's, but some people said yes. So I actually partnered up with a gym where I'm going to start coaching the personal trainers about like their mindset, their emotions, and how, oh. how important their mental health is. And we're creating a partnership where I'm launching a program in the gym if there's clients or people that are interested or if the uh, personal trainers refer them to me, I'm going to be coaching them via Zoom. So I am kind of oh, dabbling in that and trying to get my more work out there. Yeah. I love that. And I mean, you know, exactly like you said, especially just doing one-on-one -on -one stuff now is amazing. But like knowing where you want to take this and knowing exactly kind of the next things over time. I love that idea. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. So now how do you have time for everything between working, the coaching, the you know running all of the different socials doing the podcasting i mean one entrepreneur to another it, it can be yeah. pretty crazy right um what do you do for hobbies like outside of everything you do i know you love to travel by the way you guys just like went and traveled and i was like living through you, you guys when you thailand. traveled yeah. yeah that looked amazing did you guys have a good time we did i think that was a, a mind-blowing experience the first day i was there i lost my phone I was like losing oh, my no. chicks. I'm like, how am I going to get a phone back? I can't communicate with oh, anybody. No. And I, I really learned faith out there and just grounding myself. I've re also realized how much I, you know, run away from myself from like, you know, I was just working out, doing jujitsu, working full-time as a nurse, podcasting. I didn't know how yeah. to sit still. So in Thailand, I actually learned it, learned how to ground myself because I was always on the clock 24 seven. So that was a, an awesome experience. And I think you asked me, how do I manage everything? So yeah, definitely routines and habits are the best thing to do. I mean, there's no such thing as balance. I think it's a made up thing. I think um, <laughs> it's either you want, you push really hard after it, you, you know, take weeks, months to do that. And then you kind of scale back and have to vacation and reprioritize mm -hmm. um, just like there are seasons. I think our, our body does the same thing as we go up and down things. So definitely taking time for yourself. I like to meditate. I like to, you know, do a breathing exercise. I'll journal here and there. I don't have a consistent routine in all those. I kind of go about how I feel, but mostly it's just keeping myself like working out and busy. 
And as far as like entrepreneurship and doing as much as you can, I think the best thing you can do is build systems in place. So mm-hmm. once you have different systems in place, for example, your podcasting or you're running some online businesses, start running, start writing down like standard operating procedures of what is it that you do and see if you could delegate a task. Yeah. And that's something that we did, for example, with the podcast, you were mentioning like posting and social media as mm-hmm. w- whatever task becomes repetitive, can you start hiring somebody or can you find somebody that can do those things for you? There's a ton of virtual assistants that are overseas that are willing to do the things for you. It's yeah, just like a Upwork. Of Upwork, exactly. There's yeah. something called online PH as well. And mm-hmm. you just train those people to do the task for you. And then all you have to do is manage and provide leadership ultimately. Yeah, no, it's funny you say that because um, in just talking about yoga and meditation, um, I have the Bali trip for myself that's coming up this year and we're going to be doing like a meditation yoga session and then I'll have like a whole session myself. But Upwork, that's actually where I got my marketer and has been doing everything for me. And like you said, delegating, like I want to put my effort and you do too. Like I know you put a lot of effort and time into things you're passionate about, which right now is your embodiment coaching, which I love that you're doing that. I feel like that is going to be super helpful for and help so many people out there. Um, But yeah, delegating certain things that like you're not an expert at, like there are things I couldn't, you know, it's going to take me forever to figure out. And so I have learned over these last few years with things of delegating certain things, and then I can be working on the things that I am more passionate about that I get excited about that I just want to like get going. But um, I am so excited for you, Matt, like, especially like for any of you guys out there, like I've known you for years. So where you've come from just being a travel nurse and traveling around and doing everything nursing, but to doing your podcast and doing the frontline warriors, now having your your coaching, the embodiment, I'm so excited for that. Uh, I'll definitely have all the links. I'll definitely have all the website information so people can follow you. But where can everyone follow you actually? Is there any particular place, whether it's DMing you, um, websites, um, anywhere on Instagram, like what social media content can people follow you for anything and everything? Yeah. So Instagram is the best platform or Facebook, just Matt's mindset, okay. or you can check out mattsmindset.com and I have all the information on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely going to log all of that on there. And then you guys also have the shop. So I wanted to say that too, because I don't know if anyone can even see, but I'm actually wearing your shirt from the shop. <laughs> it's actually super cute. Love I love this shop. I'll have to like, I don't know if you can see that. I don't know if you can see that, but it's super comfortable. But yeah, so you have like the online shop with different nursing gear. So that's just another caveat to everything you guys got going on. But yeah, I am so excited. I love having you on. I feel like you have so much great input and advice to give. I mean, not even just nurses, but just anyone that wants to embody the best version of themselves and really, you know, hone in on that person and better life, better, just general being in the present time. Like you said, when you guys were in Thailand and like living in the moment and not even stressing about anything else, I feel like a lot of us just are on the go, go, go. So being in that present time is, is awesome. And if any of you guys don't do it, like journaling, yoga, meditation, and if they need help, by all means, I will make sure I put all your links and stuff and they'll find you and they can set up a time and, and get everything. So I'm excited. Any, any last advice or anything for anyone that's watching the video or um, listening to the podcast today that you want to give to anyone about anything that we talked about today? Yeah, I think for any nurse that's out there that's going to be a nurse or as a nurse currently, I think self-care is one of the most important things you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that looks different for everybody. And it's prioritizing yourself. And it's, I think it starts with honesty, just being honest with where you're at, how you're feeling, 
you know, a lot of times nurses, we like to just suppress, right? We have all these emotions bottled up. Let's go grab some breath, breakfast beers. Let's go yeah. do all these high stimulating activities. And we never actually fully process our emotions. And mm-hmm. I think that's where we start, you know, reaching points of like anxiety or just being, you know, having symptoms of PTSD, like we talked about in, yeah. you know, post COVID. So just take time to process your emotions. You are not your, you know, you're not your emotions. You are not your thoughts. It's just a negative chatter that we have. So for anybody that's maybe struggling with confidence, just be aware of how you're talking to yourself. I think that's one of the first things we think we can do is language is powerful. Just start noticing your inner dialect. Or mm-hmm. when you wake up and go to the mirror to wash your face, are you giving yourself self-love when you're washing your face in the mirror? Or are you talking down to yourself saying this is bad? I wish this was this way. And then you can start, you know, um, following those breadcrumbs is what story am I telling myself? And then from there, we can start doing the, you know, the healing work and everything else to start feeling better about yourself. So if oh. I had to say that the ending, just self-care guys, take time for yourself. And if you don't know how to do self-care, reach out to me and I can give you all the tools and anything that you might need to help you start feeling better about yourself. Cause we all have one goal in common, whether it's you, Kristen, me, anybody listening on YouTube, the podcast, it's all happiness. We're all chasing the same thing as just feeling right. happy somehow. Genuinely happy, 100%. Yeah. So yeah, if any of you guys are trying to figure out self-care, I've even pushed that to people too. I'm like, please make time for self-care. Like I can't even, t- especially after COVID, I have been such a big person because I didn't do very much of that and I really wish I did. So yeah, if you guys want to try to find a way, self-care, definitely reach out to Matt. I'm going to have all your information where people can get more information and get that help and get a session with you. Um, But until then, thanks, Matt, so much for being on the YouTube and the podcast. I'm so excited for you. Um, And we'll be talking soon. And everyone, I will put all the links, websites, everything like that on the below. And you guys can reach out anytime later. So thanks again. And we'll talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.